Well, we got something new today. We got cut down day. We'll tell you uh, who's in, who's out, and we'll also give you a prediction on what we think is going to happen with the 53-man roster. We got some of the greatest hits, though, too. We got uh, Baker Mayfield. He's still talking. Did you expect anything different? And Deshaun Watson, it's his last day in the building. What are his expectations? And what do you think he needs to do between now and December to get us up mind, body, and soul ready to go to play football? It's G. Bush. Jeff Lloyd on the Locked On Browns podcast. You are Locked On Browns. Your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends, your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, LGB on the LOB, the Locked On Browns podcast brought to you by the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd, of course, as well. Uh, Back to it, after a little time away, Garrett Bush, part of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, Monday through Friday, 11 to 1 on YouTube, make sure you're checking that out. And, of course, the Barbershop 92.3, the fan. Um, every Saturday morning, Garrett over there. Certainly other stops, pregame, postgame with the Browns. All this stuff coming here. Gary Bush ready to go for the 2022 season. We appreciate everybody who makes Lockdown Browns their first listen every day, whether it's on your favorite podcast platform or, of course, now on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe, following the show, notifications on. Get yourself all the latest content, Cleveland Brown-wise. Um Cuts coming in today, obviously. So, um, Browns are um, to work. Uh, Michael Hartley, wide receiver, he has been released. You know, as we know, Javon Wims, Jamarcus Bradley to this point also released. Um, tight end position, and it's kind of interesting. Morris Forrestal released. Nakia Griffin Stewart uh, released. These were two guys probably vying for the possibility of being the third tight end on this roster. Um, are the Browns maybe looking outside the building for a tight end three? A couple of names today have gotten cut that could possibly fill that need. Uh, Blake Hans uh, was released today. Um, Blake Hans will forever probably be a legend as far as the Cleveland Brown, basically walking into a playoff game, introducing himself in the huddle and going out and playing well. Um, Browns were deep at offensive line. This is what happens when – you have the offensive line coach that the Cleveland Browns do. You can get guys in here, get them worked up, get them, and can't keep everybody. So, uh, you know, for the Browns, uh, Blake Hans moving on. Does this mean something for Drew Forbes? What does this mean for somebody else in that room? We'll see how these cuts keep rolling down. As the Browns began the day at 73 players, I'd say now it's, it's under 70, 69 or so. Another 16 or so names to get. Uh, actually, defensive back Sean Jolly really just released two. So that gets him down to 68, getting closer and closer. I think the Browns practice at 3 o'clock today. So I think they probably want to have this done, Garrett, before they hit the practice field. No sense, you know, you know, dragging somebody out to a practice field just to tell them they're off the roster. So, you know, a lot of business to get done to today before the Browns get to the ultimate business, which is turning pages and turning eyes to the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, I think when I looked at uh, the roster cut down, I didn't see anybody that was really – um, I draw, you know, jaw dropping any, any shockers, any things that, that kind of like, wow, that guy got cut. Um, you know, some of the guys like Blake hands, some of the tight end guys, you know, you, you know, you know, Javon Wims, um, Jamarcus Bradley. Now, some of those guys, I think they have 12 spots that he can bring guys back. 
uh, for the practice squad. So I think some of these guys could be added back to the practice squad. But first, they could be claimed by other teams. And and I think the Browns may be interested in trying to find um, some guys. That if there's uh, some surprising guys cut at tight end, surprising guys cut at defensive tackle and receiver, I think that they will go after those individuals. But so far, um, I haven't seen anybody that has been shocking. Um, I thought that um, they would they would definitely cut some of these individuals. Um, and to be honest with you, I don't know, given what the what, what the Browns transition now is to Deshaun Watson um, and their heavy running back room, maybe they want to use running backs uh, on the field more often than, than tight ends. Maybe they want to use receivers more often than tight ends. And maybe they feel like they have uh, two good tight ends and will, they'll possibly look for a third or keep the fullback um and, and roll, rotate him as a tight end but i think i think that's a, a big question mark because tight ends have been such a big part of what kevin stefanski wants to do um even when you know you know he may have an incomplete pass on the first down he's more likely to go back into into the three tight end set and just work it from that angle um you know happened a little bit in the chicago game you know he had a couple of passes that weren't completed and, you know, he kind of, you know, resorted back to the three tight end look and, and got a wide open bootleg. Um, and he's 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 very comfortable calling plays out of 13 personnel. So for me, it'll be interesting to see if they bring another tight end. I'm also looking to see who else they go and, and look to target outside of the room. You mentioned a guy like O.J. Howard. That's an intriguing guy from, um, you know, out of Alabama. He was a guy to play for a long time for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And he always had that that speed he always was very um he was always a, a very athletic tight end and um i you know i wouldn't mind kicking the cans on a guy like that because you know he's your third tight end you're not expecting him to be uh the next you know you're not <laughs> keller winslow senior or anything or or anthony gonzalez but hey i i like his athleticism he's a veteran and i think um you know if if you can get him in the rotation and mix i wouldn't mind seeing him here your thoughts on, on some of the cuts, and do you think they'll go back and look at some other guys outside of the room? Uh, I think with the players they moved on for, I mean, again, I don't think anything's really, you know, you know one, you know, you're basically, you know, raising an eyebrow to, um, you know, understanding that maybe whoever was in competing for tight end three was maybe good, but not good enough in their opinion. Uh, Michael Hartley, I mean, I'm assuming the desire there is to hopefully get him to the practice squad. Because I do think Michael Woods will be a candidate to go on some sort of short-term IR, um, you know, with his injury as they try to work the rookie back and hopefully you know get him back, you know, somewhere early in the season, mid-season. Um, Blake Hans definitely a little bit, you know, he's been here for a while, but I mean, you know, the thing is, is uh, what are you doing with Blake Hans to this point? Um, his best football for the Browns has been at either left guard or right tackle. Um, he's not going to be the right tackle of the future, uh, left guard, um, in a perfect world. He'll never get a rep, uh, as Joel Petoni, he'll take every single one of those, um, looking outside the room here and OJ Howard been in the league for a long time, you know, misusing his time at Alabama. I, you know, just, he was basically too good for a team that didn't use a tight end. Um, you started with a bang as a rookie, six touchdowns and got injured. That's been most of the case history with OJ Howard in the NFL. Uh, a lot of things, a lot of bumps and bruises has come back from an Achilles, um, went to Buffalo, just got caught into a numbers game there in Buffalo. But I think if you're kind of looking for what the Browns like, you know, can receive a little bit, does block, you know, uh, what's left of the athleticism. This is kind of what you know, the Browns like at the tight end spot. He it seems that he would be a perfect fit as the third tight end for the Cleveland Browns. 
Uh, so for, to pursue that is certainly possible. Michael Pruitt, a, another tight end that's being released today. Um, certainly somebody else that the Browns can be looking into. Um, it's not like years past where we would get to these final cut downs and the Browns would be basically grabbing a couple shopping carts and headed off to Costco to you know go get 10, 12 players. It ain't like that these days the way the Browns are constructed. Um, but getting that tight end three, look, I mean, you like to play two tight ends as it is, so you minimum need three. A player would like O.J. Howard, and this is also where this is different now. You're doing, you know, this used to be done on the weekend, and then he played the following weekend. So players brought in, they weren't given a ton of time to get acclimated and be ready to go. And Browns still have 12 days before they play Carolina. You get somebody in here in the next day or two, you got a chance to get five, six practices in. Um, you can develop a role for them if you, you know, if that's the route you want to go. And for OJ Howard, it's not going to be nothing major, but this is certainly a player and rumors that the Browns are interested in, you know, in trying to get OJ Howard. So we'll see how that works out. But that's a name right off the top of the charts, Garrett, that probably could come in here. And you could take those other three or four guys who were competing for it and say, well, it's over. This guy's, you know, this guy gets the job on site because he's got a resume in this league, former Super Bowl champion. Oh, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I, th I think he can definitely help. I think he can um, bring something to the room. And to me, I think Kevin Stefanski wants to have three tight ends. Um, and, and there's no here's my here's my thing. Whatever he's more comfortable with that can get the most versatility out of these packages while Jacoby Brissett is there. Just do it. Um, you're not going to have your 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 main stage, your main guys, but just do it. Do, make sure you get what you got and get to the season because we haven't even talked about injuries. Somebody goes down, tight ends of physical position. You're asking those guys to block a lot too. So you, you're going to need uh, another tight end, especially with the way you want to be physical running the football. So those are two uh, those are two, two different th uh, thought processes, but I wouldn't mind definitely bringing O.J. Howard in again. Uh, if you could find a way to you know, take the room and give it a plus, as I said, O.J. Howard's better than the uh, reserve tight ends you have on this team. Uh, one more late one that just came on. This one, maybe a little bit of a surprise. Had an interception in the Jacksonville game. Herb Miller, uh, you know, cornerback, tall, long. Um, I, I, it, we're, we'll get into this a little bit here. Um, as far as Greedy Williams, because I, I think Greedy standing on the roster is safe. Greedy standing as far as reps may not necessarily be as safe. Um, but Herb Miller, a little bit of a surprise for me. I thought he would maybe catch on as the sixth corner. We'll see if the Browns can sneak him in the practice squad. Garrett Bush, Jeff Lloyd, your latest Locked On Browns. Haven't tried Bill Bar Puffs yet. You were depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There is a new flavor. Are you ready? Delicious, indulgent cookie dough. Covered in chocolate. That's right. Bill has done it again. Let me introduce you to your new favorite. Cookie dough chunk puffs have a, high, have a light and chewy texture. Real cookie dough chunks. And of course, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories, and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. Run to Built.com to snag a box for you and the family. It will be the perfect treat, or you can find a really good hiding spot and just hoard them all for yourself. What's great about Built is that all their bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. You're going to love the new cookie dough chunk puff, whether you need a snack for your workout, a late night treat, or just to grab a quick bite. Built is the perfect protein bar, and they taste better than a candy bar. Ditch the calories, fat, and sugar. Grab yourself a Built bar. Go to Built.com. Use the promo code LOCKDOWN15 and get 15% off your order. Again, promo code LOCKDOWN15. Welcome back to the Locked On Browns podcast. We are almost, we are now under two weeks. Under mm -hmm. two weeks 
to the Cleveland Browns kicking it off against the Carolina Panthers, you might want to go ahead and subscribe and get yourself ready. You might want to go ahead and get yourself ready by making sure you stay up on the best Browns content in the business. No one does it better. No one does it more consistent. Me, Jeff Lloyd, Locked on Browns podcast. Make sure you hit that uh, subscribe button, notification bell, liking, and sharing these posts. And definitely continue to make sure that you are making the Browns uh, Locked on podcast your number one listen of the day. We appreciate you guys. And download us wherever you get your podcasts. Um, we talked about some of the guys that got cut in the in last segment and, and some of the, the uh, some of the names that we saw um, transitioning. We'll continue to have some of those cuts and tomorrow we'll probably come back and give you the, the 53 man roster or who all of the, the, the uh, moves and all of the shakers. And we'll, we'll figure out what we got tomorrow um, as tomorrow will be pretty much finalized what the Browns are going to try to do in terms of cuts. But for now, we're going to go to Deshaun Watson. So right now, it's also a transition period for not only those guys who are moving on to other rosters, it's a transition period for Deshaun Watson. Today is the last day. Technically he's allowed in the, in the building. And so, you know, just because you're not in the building, that doesn't mean things end for me. Uh, it's all about Deshaun Watson getting to a place where he can get himself mentally prepared. He could do some, some different work to, um, you know, uh, make sure that he is mentally uh, and, and, and spiritually ready to get back out there and play football. You know, you know, he's going to go through a, a counseling. He's going to go through a lot of these different things. And at the end of the day, he's going to be doing a lot of soul searching to figure out what it is he needs to do um, to kind of endear himself and to uh, more than anything, work on himself as a person to get to a point where he can, he can say, you know, look at himself in the mirror and say, you know, I'm learning from my mistakes. I'm learning from what I did. I'm learning from, you know, some of the things that I've, uh, you know, impacted some of the lives I've impacted and whether that is counseling, whether that is going to um, speak to children, whether that's going to shelters, whether that's doing things in the community, all of those things are some of the things that I'm looking forward to hearing about in his time away from football. Um, not only is he going to be ready to play football in terms of what you're doing physically to get ready to play, what are you doing mentally? What are you doing out there socially? What are some of the things that you and your team have going on that you can you can get to a point and say, hey, look, I've turned the page on that. We've seen we got a guy on the, on the team with Kareem Hunt who's a perfect example. Kareem Hunt had a lot of stuff to do, worked on himself, um, and, and a lot of people gave the Browns a lot of grief for signing a guy like Kareem Hunt. Since they signed him, he's been a model citizen. He's been a great teammate. He's really turned the page on a lot of this stuff. And and, and there's, there's a redemption story to be had here in terms of, hey, let's make sure that we are doing things and concentrating on how to become better people, how to become better uh, teammates, and how to become better uh, individuals in society and the community. So it's just not a, a sad day that, oh, he's not going to be gone for 11 weeks. It's the fact that you got a lot of work to do to get ready to come back in December. And it's just not physical. I think you kind of hit the nail on the head, um, you know, for Deshaun Watson. And look, when you come back, look, we can't have you saying anymore. I maintain my innocence. Okay. 11 game, 11 game suspension, $5 million fine. Simple enough of my actions were inappropriate. That's it. One line. Don't have, and no more, no more, no, no, no. You know, they want to ask 27 questions. This is my statement. I am now back here. 
I need to quarterback of this team. I need to lead this team. And everything else I do agree with you. It, it, it Do get all of this stuff that is required of you handled. And show diligence about it. And show that you were taking it seriously. I mean, if, if they're requiring you to go to four hours a week of therapy, make it four and a half. Make it five. Let people know that you are trying to overcome this and put this in the rear view. Because anytime, and we've seen this, and you know, obviously success for Deshaun Watson in this league has been very different for Baker Mayfield. But what do we see? When a player struggles, what is the one thing that always gets brought up? Whatever there might have been negative about them. And that's the stuff that people keep going back and harping on. Yep. So Deshaun Watson just needs to show that he is taking this as serious as, as he would take a road game in Baltimore or a road game in Pittsburgh. Um, you're going to be away from the team for a while. Um, you know, you are going to consume as much film as you possibly can. You better be glued to every single Browns game and watching every single play 27 times. You're going to have to find some guys to work out with. Um, I, you know, there's plenty of guys who would, will not be in the NFL would love the opportunity to get to train with a, you know, all pro level quarterback to improve their games. And this is one thing I've also said, look, the Browns did all they could for Deshaun Watson this summer, knowing he was going to face this time missed away from the game. This is on him when he gets in the building, ready to go. No question. When you are back in the building, um, you, we did what we could for you. We had to get Jacoby Brissett ready. You better walk in this building, you know, best shape of your life, as everybody likes to say, but you better be back in the building and 100% ready to go. Can't come in, uh, you know, a little out of shape, or I want to hear something about maybe a little bit of a sore leg. You right now need to write yourself and you need to, you know, prep yourself to be ready to go, you know, for this season. Um, For Deshaun, you know, yes, the time is longer than he was hoping for certainly longer than the Browns were hoping for. Um, but the best thing he can do for the Cleveland Browns is that when he does come back, this is something people can't bring up anymore because Deshaun Watson has found a way to try to make some amends here um, and certainly work on making himself a better person. So when he comes back into the building, he is now Deshaun Watson, quarterback of the Cleveland Browns, not Deshaun Watson, alleged defendant in yada, 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 yada. They need their quarterback to come back and be their quarterback They've taken a black eye. They'll continue to wear black eye for a while. But Deshaun Watson needs to come back with all these ducks in a row, everything taken care of as far as what the league has put um, in front of him as far as punishment, and just come back and be ready to lead this team. And hopefully when he does come back, they'll, 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 they'll still have a puncher's chance here in 2022. Yep. Uh, take a look at what you just said, and, and I, I couldn't agree more. You know, the second thing that you need to do is figure out how you're going to represent yourself or, and what you're going to say. Right. And when you come back and you know, they'll have a more, a, a lot of group of questions and a bunch of questions about what you specifically did. And do you think you're rehabilitated? All you got to do is come back and, and you say, look, I went through counseling. I've done some very, you know, intensive things personally um, to get where I need to go to and, and become a better person. Um, there's a number of those things that I've done, you know, that's out in the public sphere. There's some of the things I've done, be, be, did behind closed doors. So um, that process has been long. That process has been changing for me and it's been positive. Um, so, you know, I think I'm a better person from when I left. I think I'm a, a better individual. And from now on, what I would like to do and, and I would ask is, you know, as we go that, throughout the season, I would like if we can, can concentrate on football. 
if we could talk about what we're doing on the football field, um, there'll be plenty of other time to talk about, you know, you, you know, my life experience and what I've gone through in this situation. Heck, you know, it's been it's been very intensive for me as well. And I get that you guys are really uh, inquisitive about that. You should be. That's your job. Um, but but moving forward, we're in a playoff run or we're moving forward. We're, we're you know, a couple games under 500 or moving forward. We're doing really well. And I don't want to take and detract from what we're doing on that field and talk about this in the middle of the season. So I would appreciate if we could just keep it to the X's and O's on the field. So you got to say, man, and just keep it, keep it pushing, keep it pushing. When he comes back, the story needs to be over. It needs to be 100% about the Cleveland Browns and Deshaun Watson is now the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns. Um, it's gone on long enough. Uh, continue to do what the league asks you to do as far as, you know, uh, satisfying the punishment levied against you, but it needs to be over. It, it, it just needs to be over and he needs to do everything he can to keep his off off the field. Uh, the, the off the field of Sean Watson needs to be sparkly, sparkly clean, absolutely Windex clean. Uh, we're going to get here. Um, I, I don't know if we're going to say that this came as a surprise, but we'll get to it here. Um, I don't think any, if, if you're surprised, I don't think you learned anything over the last four years uh, as far as Baker Mayfield, Garrett Bush, Jeff Lloyd, your latest Lockdown Browns. If you haven't or you're not subscribed to Lockdown Browns podcast, now is the time to do that. Whether it is your favorite podcast platform, follow, subscribe to the Lockdown Browns cast, YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the channel, make sure your notifications are on so all the latest content will be there for you. As soon as it is dropped again, we appreciate everybody who makes Locked On Browns their first listen every day. Man, 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 we got another one here, right? <laughs> Baker, <laughs> Baker, Baker. He's back, man. If you thought he was not going to be talking, this is going to be the week before the game, two weeks before the game. Baker is fired up. Um, welcome back to the Locked On Browns podcast, G. Bush, Jeff Lloyd. Make sure you follow us at G. Bush 91, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Let's get off right off into this situation. Baker Mayfield, um, you know, obviously he's down in, in Carolina a couple days ago. He was named the starter for the 2022 season, and he's played good. I, I'll throw that on him. He's played, looks look sharp. He's, uh, you know, throwing a couple touchdown passes. He's moved around. He looks like how Baker looks, right? You know, when Baker is on, Baker's a, a pretty decent quarterback. But when Baker is also on, Baker runs his mouth. <laughs> and so, he, you know, you know, reports coming out that, um, that he said he's going to bleep the Cleveland Browns up. And uh, you knew it was coming, right? You knew this was part of his game plan. And that's just who he is as a, as a quarterback, as a person. I don't get mad at none of that. I come from, you know, Jeff and I, we, we, we're we former, you know, college athletes. We understand what it is. Like, you know, that's the type of energy we like. We like competition. We like to be out there. We like to chat it up and do our thing, right? Here's the thing. As a quarterback, it's tough for your quarterback to be running in his mouth. It's tough because – when you're the quarterback, you got to do a couple things to get your team to, to, together. The quarterback is the lightning rod. The quarterback is the, the emotional um, barometer for what your team is, right? Sometimes if your quarterback is running hot and cold, the morale of the team goes up. When you talk about guys that are being fired up and he makes a comment like that, what you think Miles Garrett going to want to do? What you think Jadavian Clowney going to want to move with, right? And so they, that helps them go back to Joe Woods and say, listen, when, it, when a coach is practicing, you know, doing things, 
JOK and, and those guys are saying, listen, let me get that blitz right there. Hey, hey, I like I like this look right here. I like this move. Like I like this cloud coverage. I like this robber technique that we running in. He think it's man, but it ain't man. I'm underneath that. Like they go into the coach saying, let me get some of the, your best calls that can confuse Baker Mayfield because we feel we can get to him. And, and so now you got a motivated team. You got a motivated squad. And I think a lot of people didn't understand what Joe Batonio was saying. Like the best thing that can happen with the Cleveland Browns is they go in as massive underdogs. I, I make them a 10 point underdog. And, and so you can get over there and say, and when they can get in the hotel or they get in the locker room, say, guys, hey, all season, we known as the 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 the, the apologist for um the apologist for Deshaun Watson. We're gonna get booed in every stadium. They don't like us, they don't like our jerseys, they don't like none of that. We need to embrace that. Now we're going into the to the dungeon. And we fighting a guy who fought his way out, right? You better use every single piece of motivation that you can um, against in this game. And it's just not a regular game. This game is going to show you what type of, of, of character you have and what type of um, contender you are. Because contenders don't pretend and go in other places and, and don't beat teams they're supposed to. And the Browns have a lot of talent. They have a, a, more, a, a more consistent uh, defense. They got guys on offense that are playmakers, and I'm going to watch this game intently because it's going to show me whether the Browns are contenders or pretenders in 2022. Has anyone ever met Baker Mayfield? Listen to him talk. I mean, what would you expect would be differently? Um, I tell my kids all the time. For me, in judging people, it's not about you know whether I think somebody's a good person or a bad person. It is a person who is true to themselves, and they always who they are this is baker mayfield this will always be maker baker mayfield baker mayfield be living in a senior complex 50 years from now talking trash to whoever he's playing shuffleboard against this is just the way the guy rolls um i would expect nothing less from him and look again this is also and look if you're a reporter you're in the industry you get privy to a private conversation you don't get to use that and you'll Go on a radio show and start something like this because you want to know what it, it, there's no video of it so you don't know how this was said tongue in cheek joking around i mean and even if it true straight up deadpan looked and said yeah i'm gonna have them up yeah i would expect nothing less from baker mayfield for the four years i have covered baker mayfield uh cover watching him and every other quarterback in that 2018 nfl draft class you would expect nothing less from Baker Mayfield. Nobody can find a way to fire himself up more than Baker Mayfield can. Um, this game being week one and a lot of time to chat about it. And certainly, you know, I, I would say, and we talked about this, Garrett, this is going to be a lot of discussion leading into week one. I would say if you want to say this was, you know, basically popping the cork on that for the next 12 days, I do believe we have now gotten there. Um, but I mean, why would you expect any different? His, but some facts. His offensive line in the preseason this year was ranked 24th by PFF. You are now about to face Jadavion Clowney. You are now about to face Miles Garrett. And even though Baker should be healthy in all accounts, or that he is, um, athletically, he was never the type of guy that could really get away from two players like this. So there is going to be. You know, there was always going to be a mark on this game. There was always going to be, you know, hype and 
amp and all of that towards this week one matchup. So let's not get you know fooled here or taken by surprise. This is a pretty serious matter. This is a quarterback that is pissed off at an organization that he felt he did everything for and within the possibility he could do for them for four seasons. And they basically just said, we think we can do better. And, you know, moved on from him. And that leads to where this is. Um, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if this is the only thing that comes from Baker Mayfield. But this is kicked off on September 11th. But anybody who thought that this, you know, wasn't coming, I mean, you just got to be kidding yourself. Um, just real quick, a couple updates. Um, uh, Dalen Baldwin, wide receiver, you know, he actually showed pretty well week one. Uh, he has been released. Um, Aesop. Aesop Winston, another wide receiver, also been released. So, um, as I in confirming, yes, Browns practicing at three today. So, you, you know, all these cups are going to be done. They're not going to go out there at 345 and say, oh, hey, that was a hell of a ha- uh, first half of practice. Now get your stuff, you're out. Browns will have a original 53 by the time they hit the practice field today. Certainly, there'll be a change or two in the next day or two to come. So, even if there's a name there, you say, wow, I can't believe he made it. I wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't cement that Don't just yet. But, uh, you know, Andrew Barry, obviously, very, very busy day for the Browns front office in Berea as they have uh, started the day at um, 73. So needed to move on from 20 players. But busy day and a lot of news coming out of Berea today. Definitely, definitely. So keep it locked. Um, Tomorrow we'll come back and we'll probably give you the uh, full 53, see if a couple guys have been added. We'll be watching the waiver wire um, intently, especially because there's some positions that Cleveland Browns can continue to get better at. So we'll take a look at that and see what what we got going on before we come on tomorrow. Um, Yeah, I'm not going to say defensive tackle is going to happen, but that's a position you're certainly looking for. Um, Other teams cuts, you're certainly looking at the wide receiver position. You're certainly looking at the tight end position. Um, as far as, you know, names that could possibly end up, you know, here with the Browns. He is Garrett Bush, part of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, 11-1, Monday through Friday on YouTube. Make sure you're following and subscribe to uh, the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show notifications on as the boys start to amp up this week. I believe the ladies in the house today, Mary Kay, Aditi, everybody going to be rolling in, stopping in, getting their final thoughts on as the Browns uh, launch season 2020. To September 11th against Carolina Panthers, the barbershop, 92.3 The Fan. Every Saturday morning, you can catch Garrett Bush over there. Of course, pregame, postgame show coming up for your Browns. Garrett, going to be a busy, busy man in the up and coming weeks. Make sure you're following at GBush91. Myself, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. The show at Lockdown Browns. Follow back account. DMs are always open. Uh, whether it is on your favorite podcast platform again make sure you follow and subscribe to the locked on browns podcast and of course now on youtube subscribe notifications on so you can just get the content as quickly as it is dropped got to a bunch here today cut down day uh deshaun watson will begin his suspension and baker mayfield will always be baker mayfield there's things you can count on death taxes baker mayfield all that being said this has been your daily delivery of all things doll pound lgb on the lob let's go browns